This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. But yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, December 13th. This is episode 312. I'm Dan Ellis and I'm joined on, on the, on the long distance line for, by the two awesome co-hosts, uh, Mr. Okay, that didn't go nearly as smooth as I was hoping. <laughs> oh, that's I didn't. I, I thought we were going to Ryan first. I know. I, I figured we were, but I wanted to fuck with Ryan's. You. Ryan's uh, fucking with us. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing, Mister Duffy? I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a. I had a short break from work last week, so that was kind of my mental head fuck. And I realized the fire station is way busier during the weekend. It is on the weekend. Yeah. Really? Well, we had stuff breaking. What stuff did so, you have breaking? Our ladder truck. Oh, that's hmm. not a good thing. How how does a ladder truck, what, what, what part of a ladder truck broke? Was it the ladder itself or the, the coolant? The coolant. We were spraying coolant everywhere. Oh. <laughs> so trying to figure that out. And of course, when the truck is overheating, you can't drive it. Right. Mm-hmm. So we kept going back and forth to mechanics, trying to troubleshoot. Where is it coming from? What's broke? They found one thing, fixed that, took it for a drive. Hey, guess what? We're still leaking coolant everywhere. So we finally got it fixed. And luckily, we got it fixed on, uh, what day was that? Thursday. Because mm-hmm. I'm working uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now. And I was happy when, you know, from when three o'clock rolled around, we finally had everything fixed. I was like, fuck, we're going to have to take all the equipment back off the other truck and get this one back in service. And that's going to take a while. I have to do all this shit. He's like, yeah, we'll wait to put this back in service tomorrow. We're going to do a deep clean on it and everything. Then we'll put it back in service. And I was like, okay, because I'm not here tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys should. okay with that. You should do all of the maintenance tomorrow. Start it tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I, I. I wasn't going to argue with him on that one. And so is it typically, is it, is it a typical thing that during the week it's much more busy? Uh, there's just more stuff going on. So Dugway, the main base populace is only there Monday through Thursday. Okay. They do a four day work week. They do four tens out uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Uh, so Friday, Saturday and Sunday, there's really not a lot going on on the base. So, mm-hmm. When I was working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not a whole lot was going on. Yeah. Now it's back to people doing tests, people needing hot work permits, and just all the stuff that's not anything burning. It's just stuff that we got to deal with and take care of and help out with. Yeah. So. Well, fun. So you had a, you said you had a little break off of work? I was only off uh, two days. So uh, I did a three on, two off, three on. Oh, okay. It makes it feel like you never actually left. Yeah. 
<laughs> hmm. And uh, what have you been up to, Matt? Uh, well, <clears throat> I had a debate for a while about whether or not I was going to talk about it, just because it kind of feels awkward. But in the end, I decided if uh, if I was going to inspire anybody else, I'd have to talk about it. So, um, I, I took I took Rhett over to a condo complex the other day and we just went and knocked on every door and whoever answered we gave him a random compliment and then moved on and oh. it was pretty interesting uh most people took it pretty well some people were a little awkward but um so i I've, I've just been doing that like i've started to stop people at stores and get out at red lights and approach cars and stuff <laughs> it's been kind of fun but i mean you don't have to be as crazy as me but like you know if you get a chance just say something nice to somebody uh it's kind of fun so so this is a thing this is a thing that you're doing so like what what kind of compliments were you paying to people at the condo complex um well i want to avoid anything that's like physical you yeah. know yeah so mostly it's like you're awesome or you're you matter or you're important or whatever things like that you're valuable you know just that kind of stuff and then move on and then people people are giving you reactions of who's this crazy person knocking on my door just to tell me i'm awesome <laughs> sort of i mean most people were pretty cool a couple of people were a little puzzled understandably yeah but most most people were pretty cool about it yeah. um but i think a lot of people have just, a hard time taking compliments yeah but that doesn't mean that it doesn't impact them yeah and you never know who that one person is that, you know, you might, one small thing could turn their life around, you know? Yeah. So. That, that 15, 20 years from now, they'll look back on, man, that, that day that that guy and his kid showed up and just told me that I'm cool and I'm awesome and I make a difference. Yeah. I'm, I'm important. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. So. It's been kind of a neat experience. And you've been doing this at, at stoplights as well? Yeah, red lights. <laughs> like if I have if it if it turned you know, if I have enough time, if it's gonna turn green, I don't do it, but Yeah. Yeah. But that's where people are a little weirder. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some guy so I'm I'm guessing that you do it to cars that are behind you. Yeah, or next to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and so like do you get out and go and knock on their window? Well, no, I sort of slowly approach waving, you know, I don't like, uh, I don't like get too close because I don't want to freak anybody out Yeah, too much. Yeah. But well, and, people and, take it pretty well usually. And we have so many people here who, who carry weapons with them in their vehicles all the time that, you know, I just yeah. myself seeing somebody ahead of me in traffic at a stoplight, get out of their vehicle and start approaching mine. I'm, I'm instantly going to be a little concerned as to what their intentions are. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten out and closed someone's gas cap for them. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's cool. You're like, it's there. Your, your, your gas caps off. Um, (laughs) You might not want it that way. I'm figuring. You probably didn't realize it. So let's give you a hand. I always thought it would be cool to have some kind of uh, like led, light display that you could hang in your window 
so that you could just broadcast messages to other people on the road. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. like, Hey, something fell off of your car or, uh, uh, you know, there's something on the roof of your car or there's something hanging off of your car or you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, just like, like maybe, maybe incorporate like a, like an Alexa or a Google home or mini or something where you could just say, you know, you could, you could speak the phrase and then say, you know, put this, put this text on display in the, in the window. And then people would know, like you see, you know, people <laughs> whose loads are loose or, or who drop something. And so then you follow them around and you flash your lights, honk at them. Like they don't know what the hell is going on or what you're trying to convey, but yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to have some way to, to more effectively communicate with somebody Hey, this happened that you should be aware of. Yeah. I have seen those. They're really small though. Oh yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. I've seen ones that are like small little like OLED type screens that you can attach in your back window and you can pre-program it to say certain things. Mm. Like a lot of people would use them for saying like their sport teams, like go pack, go or whatever. You know, it'll just kind of scroll across it. Uh, I don't know how many words or letters it was limited to or how many pre-programmed things you could do in it, but it wasn't a thing where you could like, oh, I'm just going to type a message in and it'll say it right now. You had to be like uh, pre-programmed, but yeah. Yeah. Probably cycle through different messages and yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That would be interesting too. Uh, but you, yeah. And then I guess it would be, I guess there would be all different kinds of things you could do with it. If it was always on, or you had to turn it on to just broadcast that message. And then, yeah, you'd, you'd need to plan that out a little bit. This would, yeah, I'm uh-huh. talking about something that would be just more on the fly. You could tell what to, what to communicate to other people around you. That I just want to put one in my right. front window that you would read in your rear view mirror that says, move the <laughs> fuck over unless you're passing somebody. Right. <laughs> I did see somebody one time with a license plate that was, what was it? It was like uh, T I three V O M, and so when viewed on the front of their car from somebody's uh, rearview mirror, it said "Move it." Mm, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was creative, a creative yeah. way to tell people to get the fuck out of the fast lane, man, <laughs> or the passing yeah, no lane. Shit. Yeah, uh, I've just been super busy with work. This week, um, you know, we, we lost one of our employees to a, a new and better position. I'm filling in for somebody else who's on vacation. And then, of course, the month of December is just a ton of people taking leave because they've got use it or lose it time yeah. and for the oh, holidays sure. and everything. So just backfilling those positions. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot, but it's fine. It's fine. I get to do it from home, <laughs> so I can't complain. Well, I can, but I, yeah, I shouldn't probably. <laughs> uh, we've got some fun and exciting things to talk about, and we'll do that when we get back on the other side of this little break. This is Nick Fish, president of American Atheists. Uh, you can learn more about our work at www.atheists.org, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Jesus, honest egg. Language. What? Keep a simple tongue, I'm saying. Who the hot Christ are you? You always take the Lord's name in vain with this much gusto. It fucking ain't right. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. 
And we're back. So there's been a ton of great news as far as uh, antivi- not antiviral vaccines for yeah. <laughs> for the coronavirus and COVID. And Ryan has has dutifully looked up some articles and information to share about that because it's all moving so quickly and a ton of great news there. What you got? Well, I got this one because, uh, you know, we make fun of religious people. Uh, but you, you, well, this is very expected. This is not unexpected that they would go ahead and say not to get vaccinated. And, uh, you'll hear the reason why, and I'll be able to re- refute their own reason. But, uh, a California Bishop urges Catholics to reject COVID-19 vaccine because of stem cells. Oh, because they yep. used, mm-hmm. they used, uh, aborted fetuses or non-viable fetuses in, in the production of this vaccine. Well, that's what he thinks. Yeah. Uh, this one goes on. This is also from a uh, Patheos written by Michael Stone. This is, he says, uh, anti-science ignorance, California Bishop Joseph Brennan of the diocese of Fresno is urging fellow Catholics to reject COVID-19 vaccines because he believes fetal stem cells were used in the development. According to the Los Angeles times, uh, citing ethical concerns about the use of fetal uh, cells and vaccine developed. Bishop Joseph Brennan uh, urged Catholics not to jump on the COVID-19 bandwagon. In a video shared by his diocese this week, Brennan said that some of the researchers racing to produce a coronavirus vaccine have made use of cells derived from an aborted fetus and perhaps other morally objectionable materials. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. Like like plastic. (laughs) Yeah. What what would be the Uh, other morally objectionable materials? But Joseph Brennan goes on to say. I try to maintain a joyful spirit, so I don't like to rain on anyone's parade, but I'm going to rain on the parade today, the vaccine parade. I won't be able to take a vaccine, brothers and sisters, and I encourage you not to. It was developed using uh, materials from stem cells that were derived from a baby that was aborted or materials that was cast off from artificial insemination of a human embryo. That's morally unacceptable for us. Jesus Christ. The magister- the magisterium has spoken. Yeah. I, I like how he says materials that was cast off from artificial insemination of human embryos. Is he just straight up talking about semen? <laughs> like that semen was no good. Material that was cast off, cast off. from artificial insemination artificial of a human embryo. I, I don't know. I don't think he knows what he's yeah. fucking talking about. I, I, I don't so. know cast off. But also Joseph Strickland from the Catholic Diocese of Tyler, Texas is also making similar warnings to Catholics in a tweet the bishop declared Moderna vaccine is not morally produced. Unborn child died in abortions and their bodies were used as laboratory specimens. I use all believe all who believe in the sanctity of life to reject the vaccine which has been produced immorally. But uh There's a catch to all this. None of that's true. Uh, so yeah. he's just so he's well, just figuring that they must have you know these these crazy scientists must have you know killed or used a, a killed baby in order to make this thing, and that's an abomination. Yep. 
So you're saying that somebody who dedicated their life to Catholic principles might not have a grasp on reality? <laughs> yeah, or, or to a simple look in, uh, up on to find out if it was actually true or not. Mm-hmm. Because uh, according to the Associated Press, the facts are, uh, as news continued to break around the results of the new COVID vaccine, uh, COVID-19 vaccine, a widely shared video made false claims about the vaccine being developed through a partnership between the British pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca and Oxford University. The video, which has been viewed over 160,000 times, falsely claimed that it used an aborted fetus to create the vaccine. In the video, an unidentified woman shows the packaging from a box of AstraZeneca and Oxford's COVID-19 vaccine, urging people to share the video with anybody else that does not want to have an aborted fetus tissue fragment put into them. <laughs> she then shows a preprint of a University of Bristol study that tested the vaccine on MRC5 cell lines. She explains that the cell line was originally developed from aborted fetuses. So they tested the virus, the vaccine on stem cells that were from an aborted fetus a long time ago. And those cells that are in that test are no longer actually from that aborted fetus because they use those cells from an aborted fetus in the fucking seventies to derive these new things. So it's basically lab made, but it's not in the vaccine. This whole whole thing is, is fucking ridiculous to me and, and dangerous and Mm -hmm. stupid and will just cost other people their, their lives because of their backward, stupid, ignorant beliefs. So I'm, I'm looking at this article from the, from the LA times and it says in part that Brennan did not explain why he singled out Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for criticism. There's no indication that it was developed using either fetal cells or human embryonic stem cells. Not a single stage has had it, Pfizer spokesman Jerrica Pitts said Thursday. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccine candidates are made with a snippet of the coronavirus's genetic code, and both yeah. are estimated to be roughly 95% effective. So yeah. he's just he's just fucking wrong about all he's of it. He's making stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the story that I've got here continues and says, Brennan joins a growing chorus of Catholic organizations concerned about fetal cells and COVID-19 vaccines. In April, more than 20 Catholic leaders and prominent members of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops signed a letter to the Commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration urging the federal government to follow moral principles in the development of a coronavirus vaccine. It is critically important that Americans have access to a vaccine that is produced ethically, they wrote. No American should be forced to choose between being vaccinated against this potentially deadly virus and violating his or her conscience says the Charlotte Lozier Institute, an anti-abortion organization, has flagged five COVID-19 vaccine candidates that were developed with the help of fetal cells. One of them, developed by Oxford University and AstraZeneca, is in its late-stage testing, so is another developed by Johnson & Johnson. But both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are listed as ethically uncontroversial by the Institute. (sighs) What? Well, even the AstraZeneca one... So they're using what are called MRC5 cells, which I guess they're called uh, immortalized cells. So these are cells that can they can keep reproducing indefinitely. Fucking vampire cells, man. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, they, they can keep reproducing that cell over and over and over again in a lab. Not like, oh, we need another aborted fetus to gather more cells from. No, this is a solid to keep reproducing over and over and over and over again. Its origin did start with an aborted fetus in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But the cell that they're using is not from that aborted. It's like a long lost cousin. Yeah, a long lost cousin from an aborted baby. <laughs> but yeah, I still wouldn't consider that to be using aborted fetus cells to make a vaccine. Well, and, and the whole language around this, like them, them saying that the Pfizer and Moderna and Moderna vaccines are ethically uncontroversial. The ethically mm-hmm. controversial part of this is that they would deny this, this science and this vaccine to people because of their ancient fucking stupid ritualistic beliefs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's- that is what is ethically controversial. Yeah, or yeah. should be anyway, that they would deny life-saving technology to these people because it might have cells from a fetus that they think makes baby Jesus cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I guess the original fetal cells are called human embryonic kidney uh, two nine three trex cells, and those cells were used in the development of cures for hepatitis, measles, and chickenpox. Mm-hmm. <sighs> motherfuckers <laughs> it just we've tracy and i've been watching I, I mentioned the magisterium because we've been finally watching uh his dark materials the 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 CV, the tv series yeah. that's out and i remarked to her the other day that it was interesting to see you know part of the premise of the show is that they can travel from one world or universe to other kind of parallel universes or worlds and the dark energy. Yeah. And the, well, the main, the main or primary universe that the protagonists all hail from, uh, is ruled by this organization called the magisterium. And it's a religious organization that is very much, um, it looks, it looks a lot like the Roman Catholic church. It's it's an analog to it. I guarantee. Yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, presumably the same amount of time has progressed in all of these different worlds or universes. But as they travel to other worlds and universes, it's it's very clear that the the world or universe where the magisterium rules everything is so technologically behind everybody else. Oh, and it would be. Yeah. 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 Because they're still using like airships and balloons and. Yeah, and they like they 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 don't have they're they're allowing their religious beliefs to cloud and and retard their development of other technologies because they may be heresy or blasphemy and or go against mm-hmm. what they what they are the the authority is what they refer to as you know presumably their god is is the authority it would it would make the authority angry. Well, I guess. Sarah was reading something on it because we were watching it the other night. Um, the The writer of that, the guy that wrote the book, apparently is surprised that everyone hates Harry Potter, but not him yet. When his book was a direct like attack on religion. Oh yeah, well he's he's definitely an atheist. Oh yeah, uh, and I mean that's been all over the news and everything. So yeah, it's it's interesting that more people haven't come out against it. That I mean, it is a pretty obvious attack against the the backward idiocy of a lot of religious thinking 
Is it obvious? I was going to say, because maybe they just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, that could be because, you know, I, I had thought, a lot. yeah, I had thought that a lot more people were much more intelligent than they have clued us in uh, that they uh-huh. are lately. So uh-huh. that's where you go thinking again, Dan, you're giving people too much credit. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, there's that, but I, but also like from their perspective, you know, if their if their whole life is surrounded in in Catholic nonsense, they may not be able to easily recognize that that's a problem when they look when they see it on TV. They may not even connect the two. Yeah, yeah. I I did watch the the first season of the Cosmos when that one came out with a guy at work who was very Mormon, and he I was surprised on how excited he was for the Cosmos series to be coming out again. Yeah, and. I sat down and watched the first episode with him and he's like, uh, isn't God great? <laughs> I'm like, I think you're missing the point of this. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe you need to inject uh, God into this whole show. Rewatch mm-hmm. this again, because that's like, God isn't discussed in this at all. Mm-hmm. And when he, God is discussed, it's not in good light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so weird to me. <laughs> I, I had a friend, I had a friend, you know, like a, 20 years ago or so uh, when I worked out at the airport. More than that, shit. It's like 25, almost 30 years now. Uh, who, I, I was a big fan of Tool at the time. And, oh, I still am. I, I like mm. Tool and Maynard and all that. Anyway, this guy, for one reason or another was under the impression that tool was like a Christian hard rock band. And I'm like, no, you really, you have totally missed like everything about this band. And, and the, the lead singer, like I have no idea how he came to this conclusion. It, it, It had to have been some motivated reasoning on his part because he liked the music and, wanted right. to wanted to feel like it was promoting God's message. I'm sure. Yeah. Maynard is definitely not religious. Yeah. No, he, that guy has not listened to very many tool songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like it was, the whole, the whole song opiate is all about stupid religion stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just, and I, I think it probably tied to something else that I've, that I've noticed or witnessed in a lot of different religious people and how they view the world and other religions. Like here in Utah, you know, growing up, I had uh, a wide and fairly diverse group of friends, at least for Utah, (laughs) where, Mm. you know, I had, I had friends of, of various ethnic and, and racial origins and religious beliefs and cultural upbringings. And it was like, anytime I would say something bad, about another group of people to which none of these people belong. Like if I was sitting with a group of my friends who, you know, were, were not religious or were Catholic or were, you know, some other type of Protestant, um, that weren't Mormon. And I mentioned the Mormon church and how a lot of their relief, their beliefs were backward or ridiculous. Well, then everybody thought that was hilarious and they'd all join in and, and, oh yeah, those Mormons and their crazy beliefs and, you know, they, they think Jesus and Satan were brothers. Oh my, that's crazy stuff. <laughs> but then I start talking about some of the, some of the other crazy things that other religions believe and they didn't like that very much. Yeah. 
Imagine that. It's like they couldn't apply the same logic to their own religion because it was precious and dear to them. Yeah. No, that's how it works. That's why they're able to keep their faith. Yeah. Is they don't they don't apply that to it. And, yeah, and my team's better than yours. Yeah, well, and it was like they were all <laughs> so excited to, you know, live in Utah and and find and recognize somebody else who also was not LDS. They were just, you know, overjoyed at that prospect. But, you know, then they come to find out that, oh, no, it's not just that I think the LDS church is bullshit. I think they're all bullshit. And then it's like, wait, wait a minute now. Don't yeah. throw don't throw the baby Jesus out with the bathwater. Right. <laughs> or the holy water. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you have more you, on you, this on this virus and stuff or? or? Nah. No, that's that's about it for that one. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, but if you throw the baby Jesus in the bathwater, is that holy water? <laughs> Uh, it, well, I guess the baby Jesus wouldn't have holes in his hands or feet yet. So maybe okay, not. So, so I was like, if the baby Jesus also pissed in the bathwater, which is now holy water, is he going to hell for pissing in the holy water? Mm, no, cause he's Jesus. Okay. You just made it holier. Well, he travels to hell at some point. Right. Anyway. So, well, apparently from the sound of everybody, his brother Satan is kicking his ass right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, because Satan's clearly much more powerful and everybody needs to be really, really concerned about what's going on. I mean, he won the election, so. <laughs> and we'll talk about that on the other side of this little break. <laughs> My name is Mandisa Thomas, and I am the founder and president of Black Nonbelievers Incorporated here in Atlanta, Georgia. You may find us at blacknonbelievers.org. You can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Mandisa Latifa. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. You want a cup of coffee? In my faith, we abstain from caffeinated beverages, both hot and cold. In your... There were 12 tribes of Israel. Ten were lost. Lost who what now? Ten were lost. Two of those made their way across the sea to this great and sacred land, the Nephites and the Lamanites. Once here, the rebellious Lamanites were cursed by God with skin of blackness, so they would not be attractive to my people. The, what are you, Nephites? Mormons. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! So just before break, we were talking about how, or we, we hinted at this next story that we'll be doing, where apparently a bunch of people on the right think Satan is more powerful than God? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Satan Satan found that trump card. Which which seems weird for a bunch of, you know, purported super Christian-y people to be so concerned about Satan's power because their God is all-powerful and Satan is just some lackey that God created, right? That, yeah. The, the whole, like, Satan, hell, and, and the relationship with God has always baffled me. We can talk about that more later. But... <laughs> But, but this, so so Ryan got this story, uh, comes to us from Right Wing Watch, and the headline says, My vote was stolen. Michelle Bachman will never be a chump who accepts Biden's win. And the story says, the story says that David Barton, Tim Barton, and Rick Green of the religious right organization Wall Builders 
held a series of Barnstorm Georgia rallies over the weekend that were aimed at mobilizing conservative Christian voters in the state to vote for Republican Senators Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue in the upcoming runoff election that will determine which party will control the U.S. Senate next term. Yeah, because God loves people who scam others. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, apparently it's it's made Utah businesses thrive for sure. Yeah. All of the mm-hmm. all of the multi-level marketing Go-tara. stuff that we have here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, among the guests who participated in person or via video in one or more of the various rallies were Republican Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia, right wing for quieter milk, right wing activists Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, and Kirk Cameron, and former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman. This is a who's who of nutbags. Mm-hmm. During, oh, a Friday, God's warriors. <laughs> during a Friday night rally at Salem Baptist Church in Dalton, Georgia, Bachman declared that she would never be a chump who accepts that Joe Biden won the election, screaming that Satan is destroying our election and that my vote was stolen. We, yeah. we actually we have hear some, her whiny voice. We, we actually have some audio uh, from that that we'll play now. Oh, yeah. From the political point of view, from the legal point of view, from the moral point of view, America is not on board with Joe Biden as the next president of the United States. So what America is she talking about? Because Joe Biden won basically in a landslide. Well, mm-hmm. she's talking about the America that voted legally. Dan. Yeah, oh. well, I don't think th- I don't think they consider Democrats um, to be Americans. No, probably not. Especially not us atheists. And I think that's a huge problem, really. When it is, yeah. I mean, it's like I don't consider conservative Christians great people necessarily, but I still know that they're Americans. I still know and that, that, and that their votes count whichever way they go yeah absolutely and and that you know regardless of their misguided actions that they oftentimes or most of the time or all the time think that they are doing the right thing they're just ignorant about it and going about it in the wrong way but i don't for a second question whether or not they are actually americans right yeah i mean there's a lot of horrible people in history who thought they were doing the right thing yeah not there is because we're not that dumb in the United States. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny yeah. that even the audience was laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> she says we're not that dumb in the United States. Well, some of us aren't, but I wouldn't, you know, include the people on stage with her in that we no. portion. Yeah. Not only that, but there are numerous bits of information and studies out there that definitely show that American education is not that great in terms of what uh, the Western world. Oh, so yeah. what you're saying is our country is dumb as a whole. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Don't disagree. <laughs> because we know without a shadow of a doubt, this man did not get the votes on election night. It's, Without a shadow of a doubt, huh? <laughs> so, man, how can they go around being so certain of everything? Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. Like, what what, what evidence does she have that would support her assertions here? 
Well, I've heard a lot of them say this. Any ballot that was counted after election night, they don't count as being uh, valid ballots because it wasn't counted that night. Well, that's just nonsense. That's not how it that works nonsense. at all. It isn't how it works. And that's what they don't understand the process on how it well, works. They, imagine that. And they can't understand how more Democrats did mail-in voting than mm-hmm. in-person voting. <laughs> they think yeah. the numbers should be this, like, well, yeah. how, how come the in-person and this, how come they're so drastically different? It's like, because people voted in drastically different manners. Yeah. Dude, and it's, it's not hard to figure out. It's not as if any election we've ever had, we had all of the votes counted on election night. No, I right. mean, today, today is the 20 fucking year anniversary of Al Gore recognizing the Supreme Court's decision to hand the yep. election to George Bush. Today is 20 years ago that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it it fucking baffles me. Are, are there memories that short or that selective that they just disregard whatever history is inconvenient for the narrative that they've chosen? Yes. Well, I mean, I also find it. So that lawsuit they brought up uh-huh. was mainly about the mail-in voting because uh-huh. they changed it. They didn't have it before. They did it now because of COVID. And then we have our. Utah's Attorney General Sean Reyes joining in the lawsuit. What a crooked! When that's how this state votes primarily. Reyes is Reyes is a real son of a bitch too. What a yeah. what a dumb yeah. fucker that guy is. Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's go on to this dumb fucker. All right. <laughs> Didn't happen. Donald Trump got the votes on election night. So why would we be like drones, chumps, and fools to go along with this? <laughs> because you'd be just following the path that you've that you've laid down for decades now. Uh, that that you are proving yourselves to be chumps and sheep uh-huh. and idiots. <laughs> When the clock was striking 11.59 and 59 seconds on the 400th anniversary of this gift of God to the world, this idea oh my of gosh. voting for the people and the laws that you live under that we take for granted, that's exactly when Satan was snatching away from America, ruled by the consent of the governed, in other words, stealing from us our right to vote. So Satan stole the election, is what yeah. she's saying. That's, that's the evidence that she has, or, or the, the declaration she's making about how the vote was stolen by Satan yep. in favor of <laughs> Joe Biden. Because, I mean, I saw it. I saw Satan uh, open the hatch to his subterranean layer, however you say that. Uh, subterranean? Yeah. <laughs> Just briefcases full of Biden votes. Uh-huh. And he went to Pennsylvania and Georgia and all the other swing states and handed those briefcases full of Biden votes to them to count. Uh-huh. In his yeah. subterranean lair? Yeah. <laughs> that you know that. bastard. He lives in a in a fish tank now. Uh huh. Or under it. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I think a fish tank is an aquarium. 
or us well it's a terrarium well if, it's a fish tank if you don't put water in it and you just put stuff to grow in it isn't that a terrarium i don't know <laughs> a terrarium so so yeah. you're you're doing a portmanteau of subterranean and terrarium yeah yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah, i fucked up i fucked up subterrarium <laughs> subterrarium <laughs> oh i need to eat some food <laughs> so if i were sitting in the audience and i heard michelle bachman say that satan stole the election in favor of joe biden i guess my question for her would be where was your god <laughs> i hop what the fuck what the fuck was your bearded sky wizard doing while this was going on you fucking idiot yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and why does Christ. he make you do all the work? Yeah. Why why does he have you, Michelle Bachman, you fucking moron, on stage with cheering, adoring, idiot, moronic people in the crowd? Why is he why did your God allow all of this to happen? Was it just so that you could get up on, on stage and make a bigger ass of yourself? Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> oh, it's probably also best to point out even though we can't see the audience i guarantee none of them are wearing masks mm, well the yeah. people on stage certainly aren't nope and they're not socially distanced well the guy in the far left is kind of socially he's but he's close to six feet apart well that's because no he's is. on the far left yeah it <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like there's a little bit left in this video i am highly offended insulted angry and i'm not going to stand for the fact that my vote was stolen fucking snowflake this is dangerous stuff uh-huh. yeah 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 it's really fucking dangerous stuff it's it's dangerous to hear republican leaders and leaders on the right basically mm-hmm. fomenting discontent through <laughs> through their and to their gullible ignorant rube base of support yeah what that's why i said and, and the, she knows she knows well goddamn well that that's not the way it went because she that trump got the votes and biden didn't she knows that's not true you would you would think so i mean i would hope i, I wow. like it's it's hard for me to know what she really does think i mean I, I imagine that she's experiencing a bunch of cognitive dissonance because prior to the election actually happening and the votes being counted, she was guaranteeing a win for Donald Trump, that God yeah. had spoken to her directly and told her that Donald Trump was going to win re-election. And so if she believes that God Almighty spoke directly to her and told her that that Donald Trump was going to win and then she sees what's going on in the world around her and that the the world is, you know, has decided to give this election to Joe Biden. Well, uh-huh. then certainly it could only have happened through Satan's influence and power. Uh-huh. But again, uh-huh. where was your God? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I hop. It was midnight. Got to get them late night snackies on. <laughs> Why Why would your God allow this to happen? Was he taking a fucking nap? Is he weaker yeah. than Satan? What the fuck happened here? Yeah. How do yeah, you fucking. justify what you've just said? How do you square that with your belief that your God is more powerful than Satan and he will always work to protect you? And he told her that Trump was going to be president. Yeah. How does so that what fucking ha- work what out? What happened there? 
So, yeah. so many people on the right were making predictions and saying that God spoke to them and that Donald Trump would win re-election. And they've all mm-hmm. been proven wrong. Well, they've maybe. all used the Satan cop out. Well, maybe God's just a liar. Trickster God. Yeah. But none of them would, would agree that their God is a trickster God. So again, yeah, of course. where was he? <laughs> <laughs> like what? I just, I just don't understand how they can do that. And I don't know why nobody in the audience has even thought about that. Like it seems to be, or, or to me would be like the most elemental question of, well, if God guaranteed this was going to happen, then why didn't it fucking happen? And where did that go? Yeah. It should have been, it should have been a no brainer. Like that should have just been right into the white house for Trump. If God says, yeah. There's there there would be no need for praying about it. There would be no need to have people doing their fucking stupid Trump train rallies all over the goddamn place. It would be it would be a lock. It would be guaranteed. God's got yeah. this. He's got you covered. You're bathed in yeah. his blood. Yeah. Just but they're hypocrites. <laughs> They're hypocrites. Like they're Trump train rallies when they say, How dare Antifa and Black Lives Matter block traffic? Yeah. And you're doing what? Oh, you have the right to do that, but no one else does. Uh Uh, I just, I I don't know. Like they all, you know, these Christian people all say that they have this strong and, and abiding faith in their Lord and Savior Jesus and his daddy who's up in the sky protecting all of us and making sure everything's right. And his dad who created the entire fucking universe can't apparently stop one of his own creations from mucking things up. What yeah. kind of stupid fucking God is that? Mm-hmm. I, and what is he good for? <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand how they can say some of the stupid shit they do. And not for even a second, think about it and question, oh, well, this is what God told me what would happen. So now what's going on here? Well, Satan's influencing it. Well, then Satan's more powerful than God, right? Well, no, that can't be the case. Well, then this is part of God's plan. So I need to sit down and shut the fuck up. But I don't want to do that because I'm God's warrior. (laughs) Yeah, it is truly baffling. Like they have to live their entire lives in this weird state of schizophrenia. Mm Mm-hmm where they don't really yeah. know what to believe or who to trust. And so they turn to authoritarians like Donald Trump or their religious yeah. leader, like somebody who has to tell them what to do because otherwise they don't know what to do. Yeah. They're children. It's just they, baffling they, to me, baffling and they, maddening. Like it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. <sighs> the last story we have tonight is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or at today, it's not even, oh, it's just barely noon here. Uh, so I was, I was interested to see this headline that Jerry Falwell Jr. had dropped his lawsuit against Liberty University. Oh, yeah. uh, for those who don't know, uh, Jerry Falwell uh, is, Jerry Falwell Jr. is, of course, junior to senior Jerry Falwell, who started Liberty University. Uh, he was an evangelical pastor who yeah, started this university for religious people to give him lots of money and yeah, to give them criminal. a terrible education where they, where they don't really learn a whole lot, but become 
God warriors to go out into the world and, and do their, do their best to prop up and support the Lord, which uh-huh. is again, a weird thing for me. Like why would an all powerful uh-huh. being need anybody to do anything for him ever? Right. Right. Um, but he, so Jerry Falwell Jr. is, he, he didn't really lead a very religious life for most of his life. No. It wasn't until his adulthood where he inherited basically the responsibilities and, and role his father had laid out for him to be part of Liberty University. So he has kind of a checkered past and recently, you know, came under fire for posting pictures of himself with uh, another woman who was not his wife on a yacht, Mm. both of them bearing their midriffs and their pants undone while he was holding a glass of what looked to be some type of alcohol, but he baby's blood. He later said was, I think he just said it was juice or some shit like that. I don't Mm. know. Yeah. That's what my mom said. He he, he pulled the Michael Jackson and said it was Jesus (laughs) juice or something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But, but then it also came to light that his wife has, had several ongoing affairs with pool boys where, oh, where, yeah. they've, where they've gone on vacation and have taken these pool boys on vacation with them and have helped them start businesses, have given them money. Um, it, it has been rumored um, by these people that Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife, Becky, has had these affairs with that uh, Jerry Falwell likes to be uh, cuck basically he he likes oh, to be likes in to yeah he likes to watch other people have sex with his wife that's how he gets off apparently and of course he and his wife have denied these allegations sworn up and down that they were untrue and while all of this has been going on liberty university the the other leaders on the board there decided well maybe you should not be affiliated with our school anymore <sighs> So they gave him a nice severance package and told him, mm. fuck off now. <laughs> and, and he decided that he would not fuck off. He would not go, he would not go quietly into that night. Uh, so the story says that Jerry Falwell Jr. has dropped a defamation lawsuit in, he filed in October against Liberty University just months after he resigned in August as president of the Christian school following a series of personal scandals Falwell and a university spokesman confirmed on Wednesday. In his lawsuit, Falwell alleged that Liberty University had damaged his reputation because it accepted without verifying what he called false statements made by a man who had an affair with Falwell's wife and attempted to extort them. Quote, I've decided to take a time out from my litigation against Liberty University, but I will continue to keep all options on the table for an appropriate resolution to the matter. Falwell said in a statement, in a statement, the school said its leaders are pleased he has dropped the lawsuit and is working to find someone to succeed him. Quote, Falwell's unilateral and voluntary dismissal was not promoted by any payments, promises, or other consideration from Liberty, the school said. Attorneys for Falwell on Wednesday notified the Lynchburg Circuit Court that he would not pursue his claim, but did not state a reason for withdrawal. Falwell's endorsement of Donald Trump's presidential campaign in 2016 was seen as a crucial moment for the candidate who won over a high percentage of evangelicals in his election. Mm -hmm. Liberty has long been a center of power for conservative Christians 
and Falwell's resignation in August rocked the evangelical world after a series of personal scandals. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been very interesting. Um, yeah, so he he probably discovered that day when having litigation, you get to have a finding. Yeah, yeah, you get to see all the evidence, and he probably saw the evidence. It was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fucked. So, so I imagine. So when he first filed this lawsuit, I made a post on Facebook, and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. Because I don't think he has any idea how this is going to go down and all of the wonderful things that will come out of the discovery process yeah. through him <laughs> filing this lawsuit. Like, he's basically just fucked himself by filing this lawsuit mm-hmm. if he continues with it. So when I saw that he had dropped it, I, I figured, yeah, he he probably finally realized or had somebody explain to him. Yeah. That if he proceeds with this lawsuit, there will be a ton of evidence unearthed and validated by a legal system here in the United States that will definitively show that no Liberty University did not dismiss him based on wild allegations. Here's the evidence for that, for those allegations. Maybe his lawyer brought him the discovery and said, do you really want to continue with this? (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think somebody finally, you know, told him, hey, man, uh, this is a really bad idea and you should stop because yeah. because unless you want everybody to see this, uh, like, we need to stop. You kind of made out like a bandit with a bunch of money and you can just fuck off and go and live your life. If you continue down this road, all of this shady shit you've been doing or your family's been doing is going to come to light and then you'll lose everything. So yeah. best that you just well, fuck got- off into the sunset. A ten point five million dollar severance. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, the story says that when he resigned in August, Falwell told the Post that his contract entitled him to a ten point five million dollar severance package. You know how many <sighs> pools you can build for that to have pool boys to clean? <laughs> a lot. But you know, how much of that is he going to share? None. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like that's one of the biggest lessons I've I've learned with this whole COVID thing is where are the billionaires? Where's the trickle down? Mm -hmm. If it's going to work at any moment, it should be now. But yeah, no, nothing from them. Nothing. Oh, no. And the money just keeps flowing more and more to the top to them. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like there was a local story, but a restaurant that was loved in a community that's having to close down. And the guy said that underneath the PPP loan or, or PP loan. Not a PP loan. That sounds bad. Uh, that his business only got three thousand dollars. He's like, that doesn't even keep us afloat for a month. Yeah, dude. We have like the Jazz basketball team got a few million. Right. Yeah. It's like, why are big billion dollar corporations getting millions of dollars, and the mom and pop places that literally live month to month are like, ah, oh, here's a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Like, I I think that probably within our lifetime we'll we'll see the world's first trillionaire. Yeah, if things don't turn around, yeah. Which and, is it going to uh, be? That guy right there, Mister Bezos. I I think it could be. Uh, he's yeah. he's well on his way to becoming the world's first trillionaire. Mm-hmm. It's it. I mean, I don't think a billion. I don't think billionaires should exist. No, no, of course not. Like That's if you, it. if you have it's more immoral, than moral period. Yeah. If you have more than a thousand million dollars, 
<laughs> if you have multiples of thousands of millions of dollars, you're fucking, what the fuck are you doing? How are you helping humanity with that? What are right. you doing with that hoard of gold you've sat your ass on? Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, people, kids are starving. There's homeless people in this country. Public school teachers, 94% of them are paying for school supplies out of their own pocket. Yeah. Um, kids, kids at school don't get to eat if they're out of school sometimes. All that's going on, and these guys are hoarding billions. Yeah. They, I mean, and, ta- and, and not paying taxes. They're removing it from the economy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like you said, it's not even flowing back into the economy. They're just accumulating all of this wealth and doing fucking yeah. nothing with it. Not fuck all. Yeah, like there's they they have so much wealth. They have more wealth than than several countries combined. Yeah, yeah. it could buy several countries. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, it it's it's very distressing, and and upsetting and. Yeah, like what? What? What kind of piece of shit just sits on that much fucking money? And how right. much is enough? Why do you ever need that much? No, yeah, uh, yeah, and wh- <laughs> they know that you're never going to spend it all. Yeah. So what well, are they doing? Yeah. And I always bring this one up. Why do we give these multi-billion-dollar comp- corporations all these tax breaks tax all the breaks, fucking yeah. time? Like, yeah. well, we want them to come here to create jobs. Well, it's supposed to like, trickle yeah, down. Not, not paying taxes. Like you're giving that corporation a free fucking rider. How much are you losing out from those fucking taxes in the state? Yeah. And then how much is your state having to make up for those taxes that the companies aren't paying? So then you're charging your citizens more to pay for the services for the citizens because the companies aren't paying for it. Right. And a majority of those jobs that they're giving are so low fucking paying that those people are on government welfare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're sucking more out of them, more money out of the government. Or, or they just lay thousands of people off. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting, man. I, I don't know how they can live with it. Like I have a hard time knowing that I don't really have to worry about paying for my regular bills. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, like I'm, I'm, I make enough money that like just paying for my mortgage and utilities and stuff like that isn't really a concern for me. I can go and buy groceries and Mm -hmm. I know that for so many people, that's not the case right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I have some guilt about that because I am fortunate enough that that is not a concern that I have to share with those people. And just the the thought of that going on while this fucker has hundreds of billions of dollars is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, now, I've always liked, I, I want to say it was Sweden or Denmark that did the uh, 12% rule. Uh. The highest paid person in a company is not allowed to make more than 12 times what the lowest paid person in that company is, which I think is perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. But Mm. here's like, oh, look at that. Jeff Bezos is probably making 500,000 times more than the lowest paid person in that company. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. And that's also not saying the company can't make money. It's saying that the money, there has to be a, a good distribution of the pay throughout the company mm-hmm. yeah yeah we need to make a lot of changes a lot of a lot of systemic changes here in the u.s or Big we will sweeping changes yeah yeah, yeah or or we're the, the, like the path we're on now is unsustainable it, it just is absolutely it cannot hold up for much longer the middle class will be completely wiped out there'll yeah. be no chance for anyone born poor to ever make enough money to survive yeah yeah 
Or like when someone said it a few elections ago, oh, yeah, the middle class is doing good. Those that make over 200000 a year, I'm like, that's middle class? <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was middle class. Apparently, I'm fucking dirt poor. Yeah. I don't make anywhere near 200000 a year. It's probably mm-hmm. a millionaire or billionaire who said that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The middle class making 200000 Jesus fucking Christ. Like, no, I think the middle class is probably oh, making man. closer to 40000 Yeah. Well, we have run out of time for today's episode. Thank you both very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you fine gentlemen. Indeed it has. Before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. And I'm going to have to get my little my little document up here because I forgot to do that uh-huh. ahead of saying any of this stuff. And now I'm just, I got mine up. Now I'm just issuing a stream of audio uh, to help fill in time while I do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Alan Firth, Christy Kalbach, Gay Atheist, Stephen Andrus, Two Skeptical Chaps, Vanessa, Don't Be a Richard, Ali Olson, John McCullough, Tiffany Hudson, Shidney Duffy, Utah Outcasts, Wesley Aaron, Andrew Vodapich, Jeremy Goodson, Let Them Eat Kofefi, Jeff Peterson, Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Freethinker215. Tim Jacobson. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Nico Gonzalez. I can't read that one. Chad Pryor. Chad Pryor. <laughs> I just had to zoom in. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> and Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition for America and Camp Quest. Woohoo. If you, fine listener, would like to become a Patreon supporter, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. Uh, And we would appreciate that ever so much. You can also send us money through PayPal using our email address of godlessrevolution at gmail.com. And we would greatly appreciate if you could do that as well. If you cannot do either of those things, that's fine. If it's a stress for you at all, then don't do it. But what we would like you to do instead is share the show with people. Uh, post mm-hmm. a review of the show somewhere. Share episodes of the show. Talk about it with your friends. Send us information. Uh, send us stories and headlines and what you would like us to talk about and stuff like that. We received some feedback uh, this week that I forgot to talk about on this episode. We'll have to do that on the next episode. But I love hearing from our listeners, and that's always a lot of fun. I'm yeah. I'm – Sometimes really bad about replying or addressing the feedback that we get. I need to get better at that. So I will work on that. And so until next time, crucify those subterranean satanic forces at work. (laughs) (sighs) Now you're going to hate this one, Dan. (laughs) If you're so inclined, leave us a review and be kind to others. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and rate the show five times a day toward Mecca. You stole mine, Dan. Oh, did I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I made note while we were while we were talking that like I would have to I would have to use the word subterranean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you both very much, man. This has been a lot yeah. of fun. You ready to do that now? I, you know what? I was fucking not born ready, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys this, but it's, it's definitely off track, but it's kind of funny. Um, for some reason, Rhett thinks 
the sound of tasting something gross is hilarious. So like if, <laughs> if you put something in your mouth and you go Ugh, like that, uh-huh. he thinks that is the funniest thing alive. So <laughs> Danielle's pregnant. So she has morning sickness sometimes. Right. Oh. And so she, <laughs> she'll throw up. He thinks that is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> he laughed so hard the other day. He pooped in the tub. <laughs> 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 well, well, she's there in pain, vomiting, and he's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time he hears her go in there, he's got to run to the bathroom and get right up next to her and just laugh in her face, basically. <laughs> why why is that? Keep, I try to keep him out of there, but he won't. That's just kind of funny, you know. Yeah. Way. Why would you deny I mean, him has, that joy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on, really. You know, it's just as <laughs> it's that's like something that would be scripted on it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at someone else's pain. Right. And them not getting why it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's good about it, but it's oh. it's a weird situation. <laughs> that's really Does funny. it make her laugh vomit? Uh I th- I think she's pretty focused <laughs> in those moments. But. <laughs> uh, 